Welcome to the Parent Life Podcast. My name is Jason Stanland, and I'm the middle school pastor here at Fruit Cove Baptist Church in Jacksonville, Florida. This is a weekly resource for parents who are trying to raise Christian children. September is Highlight Month. So over the past year, we've had various different guests and people come in to be a part of this show. And what I've asked the production team to do is we're going to gather the top four episodes for the month of September. And we're going to kind of push them all together to kind of give you this cool little collection of some of our favorite most uh, commented, most viewed episodes. So last week for our first highlight was how to talk about homosexuality, uh, part one. Pastor Tim was there for that episode. And again, it sparked so much conversation that we actually brought Tim back in about four or five weeks later to do a second part. Now the first episode, if you missed it, you need to go back to last week and catch it, episode 36. And essentially he goes through, if my kid say comes home from school and a friend says they are gender curious or or something else how should my child then treat and interact with them okay because we want our children to still show them the love of God uh, no matter what the situation may be this week is okay what do we do if our kid opens up to us and says hey I might be thinking about this um, this is something that maybe your child has been struggling through and wanting to navigate through and as parents, there's always, you know, an immediate gut reaction. But Tim walks us through how to respond to that in a biblical and godly way. So hope you enjoyed last week. Let's jump right into this week. And again, it's highlight month. And so now we kind of want to go to the next step. What happens when my child comes home and they're questioning whether they may be homosexual, they're gender curious, something like that. And this is a very sensitive, tender topic. Uh, I would say for many parents in the church, this is probably like number one fear right now mm -hmm. in our culture. Mm -hmm. So, uh, Tim, what advice would you give to parents who are facing this? Yeah. You know, we, uh, of course, uh, there, let me just say a couple of obvious things first. There's two ways not to do this. Uh, and, and I know, again, as Jason has said, this is a tremendous fear for a lot of anxiety in a lot of parents of teenagers and middle schoolers and even younger now mm -hmm. uh, where they're coming in and saying, hey, I think this or I think this might be happening. Um, you know, I think the first obvious thing I would say is the worst thing you can do when they do that is to go off on your child emotionally in that moment. Uh, that is not going to be helpful. You are not going to, you're not going to move the needle any by going, just, just kind of going off into an emotional breakdown over this. Uh, and uh, I, I think that you need to think through before you speak to your child what you're going to say and not react emotionally. Now, it's hard not to have some reaction, but, uh, right. but I, would, I would certainly counsel you to be very moderated in how you respond in that first moment when they come to you with this idea. Um, and, uh, you know, the other end of that is is to say, oh, well, you know, that's just the world today and, and it's happening to everybody and good for you for expressing your freedom. That's the other option that I would, I would say, let's don't go there either. You don't want to move into the direction of saying, well, we're just, you know, we'll just be very tolerant and just roll with this. Uh, on the other extreme, you don't want to alienate your child further by reacting in a negative way. Uh, so there, there's a balance in there. And, and what I want to talk about uh, in this moment is just finding that moment, that, that way to balance your reaction. Uh, and certainly, first of all, I would say if your mom and dad working on this together, you, you guys need to have a conference with each other to say, what do we believe about this? Uh, 
Uh, how are we going to talk about this? I mean, how, what? I mean, these are things that we, if you are uh, in, uh, well, my generation certainly, and, and even some younger parents, these are things that you really never had to personally wrestle with. These are not things that you've ever thought this is going to be something I'm going to have to confront with my child. And one of the one of the thoughts that you really need to push back on is is, is thinking through. Okay, so when you go talk to your child about this, don't put on the front burner how this is making me look as a parent or making me feel as a parent. That's not, it's not about that. that, that you cannot go there. That's not what this is for. I'm going to suggest that you, that you come at this with a very, very rational approach. Uh, I said this in the last session. Let me reemphasize. If you have not grounded your family in a Christian worldview, meaning beginning with, and the first tenet of a Christian worldview is God created us. Mm. If you have not done that, uh, and I'm not saying it's too late to start, but I am saying that if you cannot come at this conversation believing that God made us, God created us, God formed us, God fashioned us, God made us as we are, then you don't have a leg to stand on. Mm. There's really no, you have no basis to come at them and say, no, that you're wrong because, well, you don't really have an answer for that. Uh, you know, you're either going to believe that we are here as a part of God's design, or you're going to believe that we are some kind of a cosmic accident that somehow just arrived here. And if that's what you believe, then your children have just basically regurgitated to you what you have been training them in all these years. This is the culture. This is the way the culture is teaching them. This is the way they're learning. This is the way they're hearing. You know, the other thing that I would suggest and, and, and would just urge caution about is understanding this. Their adolescence and their coming into puberty and adolescence is very different than any other generation. Their adolescence now, it, you know, it, we, can, we can talk about adulting, I guess we can talk about adolescenting, I'm not sure. But, but the reality is they are living in a 24-7 experience of becoming adolescents. Now, me, when I was in school, I would go to school and I had to deal with the pressures of school and all the peer pressure around me while I was at school. I could come home and then go be a normal person and, and kind of move back into my life. Now they are in a 24-7 experience. Not only school, but school now follows them home with social media. And not yeah. only school, but all the other things that are in social media that are coming at them. And they can access it at 2 o'clock in the morning if they want to. So this is not something that they can ever click off and ever just kind of take a breath and step back. So the pressures that are mounting on our children right now in that age group are profound. And again, I don't know that any other generation has experienced it to the extent that this generation is experiencing it. So, so be very careful about coming at your children without understanding the culture that they're growing up in. And they're hearing things all the time more than they're hearing from you. Because as they get a little bit older, your input doesn't mean nearly as much to them as their peers' input. And their peers have now been expanded to this worldwide network of people that they don't even know who are speaking things into their life that you may not have any desire at all for them to follow. And that's part of where this comes from. Now, when a child comes to you with this, please understand something. They are not necessarily saying, hey, I'm here now. This is who I am. Uh, I mean, I will sometimes sit with a young person who comes into my office to talk about this, 
and I will ask them a very, very, if it's a young man and he says, I think I'm homosexual, I will ask him, uh, have you ever kissed a boy? Well, no. Have you ever held hands with a boy? No. Uh, do you think you might want to? Well, I think I might want to, but I've never done it. So what we have here are, are children now who are, it's not just that they've experienced homosexuality, it's not that they have had a homosexual relationship. It's that they want the identity that comes with that. Mm -hmm. They want, and, and parents, listen, I, I'm sorry to tell you this, but sometimes it's just pure shock value for you. All right. I had ways of shopping, shopping my parents when I was younger. You had ways of shocking your parents when you were younger. This is the way that gets done in some quarters now. Not, not every situation is that. But there are those that that's all this is about. It's just about I'm, I'm, I'm making a statement. And it's not about I'm, I'm moving into a, into a lifestyle of following homosexuality. It's not what it's about. Again, as I've said before, a lot of the things happening in this dimension today are not sexually driven. It's not about a sexual preference. It is about an identity preference. Mm -hmm. And it's about, I want to be seen as, as, as uh, open-minded and tolerant and cruel yeah. enough to be able to be identified with these folks. So that's, that's part of it. And it's not always all of it, but it's part of it. Um, and you know, I think that, that what I would urge you to do in the right way through, again, you don't react emotionally because listen, a lot of what happens in our dialogues about homosexuality are just, we're, we're throwing emotions at each other. Uh, and that is not, that's not helping the battle at all. Somewhere you've got to sit down and think through, rationally think through, what do I believe? Why do I believe this? And begin to move into a conversation that is, that is directed at, I want to understand you better. I want you to understand me. I want to, I want to understand why are you feeling this way? What is that, what's really going on here? Because we jump to all kinds of conclusions when we just move at this in an emotional way. So be very careful that you're moving toward this conversation with the idea of, I want to understand you. Not that I want to push you back and change your mind immediately so you don't make me look bad as a parent. But so that I want to understand why you're feeling this way. Are you feeling isolated? Are you feeling alienated? Are you, what, what's happening? What's happening inside of you? This is your child asking you really to help them. If they've come to you and said, Mom, Dad, this is what I am, okay, then they're asking for some direction from you. You need to be ready to give it to them. You need to be ready to give them clear counsel in that moment because they're, they're listening and they're not always going to listen. But in that moment, they may be very, very much open. If you react against this, uh, they may not come back to you with anything like this again. So we want them to talk to us, right? I mean, that's what parents are, are always driving toward. We want, I want to understand you. Tell me what's going on inside of you. Tell me what's moving this inside of you right now. And I think that's where the, the focus needs to be is just that, find that common place of communication, that common ground. Can we talk this through? Can we work this through? How do we help you work through this? And, and I think that far more often than not, it's not that the child wants to move into a homosexual lifestyle. I think it's that they, they have other needs that, that aren't being met. I think I would try to move toward that understanding of that. So, And, and I would remind uh, parents that, you know, first, just be grateful to God that your kid came to you and asked you this question. Mm -hmm. yeah, uh, yeah. More than likely, they're going to go to Google or their peers or something yeah, like that yeah. first. Mm -hmm. But the fact that they've come to you, you now have this rare opportunity to speak truth into your child's life. So stop, take a minute, and just be thankful to God that you have this opportunity. And the other thing I would remind you as a middle school pastor, what I see all the time, 
is the first question is very rarely the actual question. Uh, if they come out and say, hey, I think I might be homosexual, okay, listen, just like Tim has mm -hmm. said, give it time, and then they might actually talk more about their friend groups, their identity issues. I'm not like these guys, I'm not like mm -hmm. those guys. Mm -hmm. And they begin to have these deeper questions, but you have to be willing to sit and, and listen. So, Tim, thank you so much uh, for the godly wisdom and counsel. Parents, I hope that this has really been beneficial for you. Uh, thank you for joining us today. Uh, we've got some more episodes coming up in the future. If you have any questions about Parent Life podcast, you can email us, parentlife at fruitcove.com. We would love to interact, field questions, uh, potentially look at topics that you guys would like for us to uh, address. And for, uh, of course, all other information about Fruit Cove Baptist Church, you can find us at fruitcove.com. Thank you very much, and we'll see you guys next week.